be quiet now. You know we like to be quiet. We don't want anyone to know what you do out here in the shed, do we? I'm going to cut your underpants off. Here we go. Don't wiggle. You'll make me cut you. <gasps> Whoops. You see, I did cut you. These scissors are really sharp. Let's cut these all the way off. See what you've got down here. Well, that's not so much, is it? What's the matter, you cold? All the time I was thinking, I'll bet you hurt that little boy you had in here. But maybe you didn't hurt him so bad with this little old thing. Oh, but I'm forgetting. It gets hard when you're around little kids, right? Both little boys and little girls, right? You're equal like that, huh? A real man. Maybe you need to be a bit less of a man. Maybe you need to be castrated. Oh, don't worry. I'll give you a shot. Hold still. Here we go. Are you numbing up yet? How about now? Look, it's not going to hurt that much anyway, right? I'm not going to cut them off with the scissors. No, I'm going to use dental floss. I'll tie them real tight and they'll fall off in a couple of weeks. Hold still. Hold still. As Jerry twists and turns, the metal banding loosens. At the first sound of the nails pulling from the workbench, the watcher grabs the scissors and stabs Jerry in the stomach, then again higher in the chest, and finally in the throat. Blood is gushing from Jerry's body, but he is still. The watcher gathers up all the tools, including the black cloth from the window, the bar from the door, the crowbar, the nail gun, and the leftover metal strapping. These items go into the duffel bag bought at the Army Surplus Store. With a last look around, the watcher leaves the shed, shuts the door, pulls off the rubber gloves, and stows them in a pocket. Chapter 2 on Scene, 2010 Reagan Crane and Nick Cottrell were first on the scene after Pearl Vogelsang called 911 hysterical. She told the dispatcher someone was dead and bloody in her shed. When they arrived, Pearl was in the shed wiping the blood from Jerry's face. She had covered him with a burlap bag and spread burlap bags over the pooled blood. It's Jerry. It's my boy, she said. The three people stood in the hot shed, breathing air that smelled like a wet bag of hot pennies. Nick and Reagan breathed through their mouths to keep from gagging. Pearl seemed oblivious to the scent, but sweat accumulated on her upper lip. Reagan led Pearl outside while Nick stood at the door of the shed and guarded the already contaminated crime scene. 
He radioed for assistance from their immediate supervisor, a homicide detective, an evidence tech, and set in motion the notification of the chain of command. Because getting Pearl to stay put was a job in itself, Reagan stayed with her as Nick put up crime scene tape all around the property. It looked as if the killing had taken place in the shed, but they had to also protect any evidence from further contamination. Pearl might be the killer. She was certainly a suspect, having called in the murder and having been the person to discover the body. Reagan had joined the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, KCPD, after two years of studying at Missouri Community College and getting her applied science degree in police science. The hiring process itself took several months as she passed each exam in succession. They sent her to the Regional Police Academy for 30 weeks.